It's Leanne Brown, and the other week I met and interviewed the delightful Jonathan Killams, who is an inspirational conductor and music teacher based here in Surrey. So it's great to meet you, Jonathan. Thank you so much for welcoming me to your home. You're welcome. Um, now, Jonathan, you have had a very interesting career. You are a musical director, head of music and a composer. How do you fit it all in? <laughs> Good question. Um, so I think most musicians have like a sort of portfolio of, uh, of work. Um, I'm, I'm very much one of those. Um, I teach kids in the day. Uh, and then when it comes to the evenings, I'm teaching adults how to sing and be part of um, wonderful choirs. Um, I used to do um, a Sunday job as well, but I think that just got a little bit too much. Um, um, but Saturdays are kind of filled with concerts and things as well. So it does get does get quite busy. Um, but I like to try and keep Fridays sort of free. That's my, my time, time for um, yeah, chilling with my family and um, going for walks and, and things. So, um, yeah, it's about having a, a, a balance, a, good balance. a nice balance. Yeah, Fantastic. <laughs> I wondered if you could um, share with us and share with our audience a little bit about how you started your career and your musical career and your singing career. Yeah, of course. So I started um, at the sort of ripe age of six or wow. five, I think wow. it was. Uh, and um, I was in the local sort of primary school choir um, down in the Witterings. Yes, the beach. Um, so yeah, I, I was I was in the um, little school choir, and um, my my mum, my nan, sort of thought that I had a fairly decent voice, you know, and um, uh, I thought um, they saw an advert actually in the local paper, Chichester Observer, for um, choristers yeah. at Chichester Cathedral. And um, they said, well, why don't you like, send them along to the auditions and give them a go? There's nothing, nothing, you know, whatever you know, could come, come of it. So um, what's to lose? And I, uh, my mum taught me the um, Children in Need song of the year, which I think it was something about yams and clams and cookies oh and goodness. candy. And <laughs> this is going back into the 90s. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> they, she taught me that song at home, went and, and sung to this like, very prestigious musical director and everything at uh, the Cathedral um, and did a few little voice tests and things. And next thing I know, I'm sort of 100% scholarship to the, wow. the Chichester Cathedral School, um, which meant that I could learn two musical instruments free of, you know, without any payment yeah. at all. It was just all like there. Um, and it was just like the most amazing opportunity. Okay. That kind of kick-started. So from a very young age, it was kind of like music was my thing. Yeah. Music was getting me everywhere. It got me to my secondary school with a music scholarship. It got me to university um, with a choral scholarship. And, you know, so it was very much like at the forefront of everything that I that I was doing, um, I liked my sport as well yeah. on the side, which sometimes clashed, uh, yes. which wasn't great. Uh, but <laughs> but um, music was very much kind of my uh, my thing. Um, so yeah, yeah, from a young age of being a chorister, just a cathedral, I, I had this like love uh, for music making, uh, and in particular choral music yes. and singing. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's how it all started. As you hinted, your singing career and um, music has sort of taken you across the globe. Um, I think there's a Europe, America, China <laughs> even. Um, can you share some of your memories and experiences performing in these countries? Yeah, of course. So um, I was really lucky, um, actually, whilst at university. 
University, um, with a very good chapel choir, Royal Holloway University. And at the time, it's sort of every four or five months, we would be going away really? um, somewhere to do some tour yeah. of, uh, um, you know, whether it be in Europe. We, we went to China once and sang on the Great Wall, wow. <laughs> which was quite an wow. awesome experience, just a few of us. Um, and yeah, we went to West Coast of America, uh, performed in some quite prestigious venues, cathedrals, the Disney Hall concert, con- Disney Concert Hall, yes. um, which was like state of the art, brand new yeah. kind of concert hall, was amazing. Um, I actually got to stand on the podium. Wow. Uh, <laughs> which was like, I was just getting into conducting at the time and I was just like, wow, if I managed to do this one day, and uh, that would be pretty amazing if I managed to make it. And, yeah. Uh, if I'm standing here like that. Absolutely. Uh, with a big choir in front of you, huge audience behind. I mean, you've kind of made it. Uh, so it's quite inspirational yes. at the time. Um, uh, I was really, um, whilst at university, I was really keen on exploring um, the Baltic states, right. choral music, because um, during the Soviet occupation, um, they were they were kind of... Um, their core music was somewhat kind of repressed Um, and obviously their um, folk traditions and things like that were kind of like extinguished because it was kind of shown as independence and and the Soviet rule that was kind of forbidden Uh, so I was really interested in all of that and we got a chance actually um, to go to all three Baltic states so uh, Estonia Latvia Lithuania and be part of the sort of um, Baltic states uh, song and dance festival at the time um it's been going for well close to 100, 100 years yeah. uh, this 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 festival and um yeah seeing the thousands of singers on stage um was absolutely inspirational yeah. um so incredible such a great experience so i've been very lucky um uh, to to get those opportunities quite quite a, quite a young age and since university um, I've done a few little tours with um, my my choirs. Yeah. So actually, in, during COVID, we were due to one of my choirs was due to go to the Netherlands um, and perform in a really um, um, nice concert. I think it was the it was the um, oh, end of the commemorative sort of end of the um, World War One, wasn't it? Well, the yes. sort of anniversary yeah, 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 right. came up, yes. and we were going to get sort of a German choir. English choir, oh, choir from the Netherlands, yeah. all together yeah. in sort of unity. Um, unfortunately, COVID had yeah. a bit other ideas, so yeah. that wasn't that wasn't to go ahead. But um, we're hoping to pick that up a, yeah, that'd be a, a, again. And it's nice because most of my sort of um, opportunities um, abroad have been like from singing and whilst I was university, but to actually take my own choir, choir. abroad yes. and uh, and do a concert or, or two, like, that would be... Yeah, I'd really like to do, like that. To do that. So, um, 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 watch this Aspiration. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> so tell me more about your choirs um, that you direct um, and, and also what's so special about a choir? So I have a, a few choirs. So I conduct the Weybridge Male Voice Choir, which um, you've heard a few times yes, on the radio. Yes, um, and had um, the chairman, Andrew, come in and have a, a chat with you before. Um, so they rehearse on a Tuesday evenings in Weybridge. And then I run a mixed voice choir, so ladies and men, um, for, um, on a Wednesday night called Walton Voices. Right. Um, and both are completely um, uh, non-auditioned, okay. um, amateur groups, so you can just turn up um, and providing you have a love for singing uh, and you want to be part of this community um, then you can give it a go and we'll give you your music and we'll support you through the uh, through that that journey (laughs) and um, as to what kind of makes 
um, do you say what, what yeah, makes sort what's of choirs? Why, why <clears throat> choirs are so yeah. special? Choirs, uh, uh, they are a kind of family away from home. Right. That's what I've grown to learn and love over the last sort of 10 years of conducting them. Um, and certainly this was sort of um, enhanced um, during COVID yeah. and the various lockdowns where obviously choirs weren't able to meet yeah. um, and rehearse. Yeah. Um, there is a real sense of like, we we are in this together and we are going to help each other, support each other, whatever happens, whatever faith whatever sexuality whatever ethnicity you are there's no sort of um prejudice or anything at all and uh it's just a really lovely welcoming um community um that that kind of you don't get with any other um any other group i find um and also singing can be quite sort of nerve-wracking yeah and certainly when i speak to people and and uh, kind of control them into to yes. coming along to one <laughs> to one of my re- rehearsals. They was like, oh, well, look, the only singing that I've ever done is in the shower. Like, <laughs> so like they're not alone when yes. they say that, and they they come along, and there's other people that have only ever sung in the shower. Yeah. So you're kind of having this shared experience yeah. of getting you through this boundary. It's kind of like overcoming a fear. Yes. You know, like scared of heights. What do you yes. do? You all go with your friends yes. that are scared of heights and go on a full park or yes. so, you know. Yeah, so, so exactly. So um, it's kind of like that overcoming that um that fear and overcoming that um um uh, 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 challenge uh, personal challenge um uh, which kind of um makes them really special i think yeah and i'm wondering also the um sort of just hearing some other like music and someone singing sort of really does do wonders for your I don't know that obviously must have something to do with your endorphins or yeah. something because it really does lift you yeah. it, whether you can sing or not um, mm. I think um, and then hearing them hearing the voices all together can yeah. be really um, sort of yeah, uplifting yeah. and motivating it really quite also quite spiritual or you feel it inside yeah. you don't you or whether that's the vibration maybe or... no I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned this because the physical and mental benefits yeah. of singing in a choir are so huge if I had my way I would be telling the NHS to prescribe uh, going and joining a choir to anyone that is suffering from depression anxiety things like that the amount of people that have been in my in my choirs that I know and they're very open about it that have suffered from anxiety mental health issues um, um, and they by joining that choir and being that sense of community uh, is it they've they've just felt so enriched and felt it's really helped them through really difficult patches obviously exasperated by COVID yes. and lockdowns. That's I've been some of my choirs have said that it's you know, without those 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 weekly activities where we come together, even if even on Zoom, you yeah. know, when you're not hearing yeah. all the other singers, yeah. you know, just having that interaction yeah. uh, and music like just that is kind of it kept them going um through a really, really difficult time. Um but there's um uh, you some of your listeners might have might have come across things like the dementia choir. Yeah. With that, uh, oh, yes, there was a right. program yes. uh, with Vicky McCure from yes. Line of Duty. Yes. Um, so she uh, is kind of the champion behind Dementia yes. Choir because her mum had dementia. Yes. And, um, you know, uh, there's there's science, there's still so much that we don't know about how singing with others and just 
just by opening your mouth and singing yeah. can send all these endorphins around your body yeah. and, and the sort of physical benefits that you get from that yeah. singing. And there was a wonderful um, um, moment on that Dementia Choir program where there was this drummer, uh, I don't know if you remember, there's this drummer that kind of had forgotten uh, uh, quite a lot of like his friends' names yeah. and you know stuff like that. And he could sit down at a drum kit and he could remember all the Amazing. drum beats. That, Crazy. That, so he's remembered those yeah. things, but he's not, he's, he, yeah. you know, like it's, it's so powerful music and uh yeah just having the being with other people when making music is is so so beneficial both physical and mentally yeah i think uh, absolutely i mean i've got personal experience actually with my mom she's uh, had dementia um and uh, in the end actually that was the only way we could communicate with her was really? through song wow. literally it was just literally you had to sing songs with her and that was mm. that was, she had no speech at all yeah. um, but singing suddenly and then uh, she'd have this little shrill that in the end that she would do um, but yeah and but then <laughs> we knew that we felt that we knew she was happy that's how yeah. we sort of thought that she's okay with what she's you know yeah. where she is and what she's doing but um, but yeah it is it is pretty crazy um I know, like, it's, it's pro- there's proven to sort of lower your blood pressure yeah, and things like that and I wish I could get my dad singing his blood pressures through the roof yeah. you know I wish I could get my I dad people find doing... it quite stressful don't they? they think I'm going to be far too stressed to do that um, but actually it's going to be good for you well maybe we'll get daddy uh, to do that uh, yeah, yeah maybe be, that's our goal for 2022 yeah definitely yeah. when you're um, looking at your music um, to prepare your choirs where do you get your inspiration from you know because there's so many genres you can choose from Mm. with musicals and pop and classical um where how do you get that inspiration for your groups i think with always it's it's about having a nice balance because certainly with the waybridge mount voice choir um you know it i can have my own personal preferences but we at the end of the day are performing to um audiences of three four hundred people and do they want to hear um, uh, that that same <laughs> yes. genre of music for two hours probably not. Um, so it's about having a nice balance um, with the Weybridge Mount Voice Choir. And certainly over the last sort of four or five years, what I've done, I've tried to do is introduce new uh, and contemporary music. Um, and you may have heard some of these on uh, on radio station already. Um, but things like uh, you know when you look at a Weybridge, um, when you look at a male voice choir, you kind of imagine the sort of Welsh tradition yes. and yes. Sort of Welsh hymns yes. things like that yes. but I'm trying to branch away from yes. that and get sort of the younger generation by younger generation yes. I mean sort of 40 yes. 50 60 um, yeah, of course thank you <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm trying to get those those people um, involved as well and how how I've thought doing that is by getting to sing music like Queen yes Oasis, yes. um, you know, even things like Elvis and yes. the Everly Brothers yes. would, would, for some choirs, be quite contemporary really? music. So, you know, like getting them to sing music that they have loved and they've yeah. grown up with, and uh, is is kind of is kind of key. And that's kind of at the backbone with Waybridge Mavoy Choir with when choosing repertoire. Well, I want them to enjoy it, yes. um, and I want uh, uh, to have a broad um, uh, spectrum of music for um, uh, for their audiences to, to listen to. With with Walton Voices, um, traditionally they kind of sing more classical based right. repertoire. So mixed voice choirs. Um, there's there's quite a lot of choral societies right. out there, which would sort of um, be quite big sacred works. Yes. Um, we tend to stick that just to Easter. Yeah. Um, so we do sort of like your requiems, the Messiah, yes. you know, those big kind of yeah. choral classical works with all 
orchestra and yeah. stuff, which is an amazing experience. Yes. And great to uh, conduct uh, um, orchestra as well as um, uh, uh, singers. Um, but then <clears throat> when it comes to the summer, they do sort of more sort of folk um, based uh, things um, taught by ear and um, a lot more like hearted um, repertoire got it. Um, and Christmas I mean you've got to have yeah. um, Mr. Christmas himself yes. John Rutter uh, <laughs> a bit of Rutter for, for Christmas so um, yeah so that's generally I mean I've got my preferences I love sacred choral music I was brought up in the cathedral singing yeah. it so I love that but I also love uh, folk music yeah. as well um, and, and stuff so yeah just have, trying to get my, a little bit of my influence in there as well is good <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. So I've seen that you've described um, singing as a universal language. And where have you seen singing at its most powerful? What a question. That's a great (laughs) question. Um, So, yeah, I do do describe it as a universal language because, as I said um, just, you know, um, earlier, it's it's one of the few things where you can get everyone together, whatever, uh, wherever they're from, um, and uh, just uh, forget about anything else that's going on in the world um and 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 kind of have this kind of connection yeah. with that person um whatever whatever faith yes. or at least, yeah, you know absolutely. as i said earlier language, you know and language yeah. exactly so exactly language as well so you there's there's choir world choirs out there as well which is fantastic it's like the world choir of peace which is like oh, wow. people um from across the world that are coming together learning the music in the same language you know they might not even be able to speak english or they might not even just be able to speak Latvian. Yes, yes. <laughs> but you're singing that piece yes. and learning together and you're having that connection which yeah. is which is amazing what else can you can you do that no, with which is which is amazing yeah but i think two two um instances in my career so far stand out for me um the first one um is the the, the young voices concerts oh, yes. up at the ota arena yes. Yes. Um, so every year I take my primary school choir, um, Cleve School um, in Weybridge, I take them up to um, the O2. Um, we take about a co- two coach loads of kids yeah. um, and uh, they get a chance to sing with, I think it's about 8,000 other children. Like they create this massive choir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's a huge lot. sound. Yes. And then there's sort of double that in the audience. So yeah. you've got these 16,000. Yeah, like, amazing. Uh, you know, like the experience of the kids is like, they'll remember that for the rest yeah. of their lives and it's so inspirational for them and they just uh, a few people they've had come back because they've been going 25 years now that Young Voices concerts they've had people that have been taken up to the Young Voices concerts um, with their primary school choir and then um, now they are famous singers they've gone on to be sort of second or third in the voice or yeah. x factor whatever uh, what it is and they've come they've been invited back and to be that sort of special act and uh so you you've seen like for it firsthand how it's insp- inspired yeah. um the next generation yeah. of singers so i think that definitely is uh, is one of the most amazing experiences i i've witnessed and and sort of enriching and um, experiences of music being so powerful um the other one was whilst i was at university as i said earlier i was i was lucky to go to but the baltic states yeah. and um there's the song and dance festival the baltic yeah. states and just once again thousands of people this time adults yeah. uh, so mm-hmm. adult singers um amateur groups coming together uh, and just celebrating their life through songs celebrating their traditions celebrating their country um and just not worrying about anything uh it was that was that was amazing all outside under the stars wow. um and yeah to see all of the different dresses as yeah. and and you know traditional 
traditional dresses that like those countries would wear um it's incredible it, it really is i would highly recommend you know obviously covid dependent travel yes. travel restrictions <laughs> etc if you can get out PCR there PCR test reliant yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever exactly. it might be <laughs> uh, but i mean it only happens four or five years right. um so like get your chance to go yeah. out there would be an amazing experience for anyone that loves choral music yeah fantastic oh great advice we'll be looking out for that one for sure and you have a lot of people relying on you i think you know with the choirs they they're looking to you um how do you sort of look after yourself um you know to keep motivated so that you can keep them motivated and inspired what do you do for yourself yeah good question i i um i love music and i uh, it is very much released that's kind of why i went why i went into it yeah um but it's not my only uh, release <laughs> um and doing it all the time you kind of have to have your other things yeah. just to sort of um work life balance so um i do i do enjoy running um i play hockey uh, yeah. local, for the local team in Chertsey. um i um i did play a bit of cricket as well ah, i tend to watch cricket but at the yes. moment it's absolutely <gasps> dire with appalling. Yeah, i mean really what are you doing bad <laughs> So, I mean, I, that's that's kind of gone Slightly downhill. embarrassing. <laughs> um, but yeah, nice long walks. And now I'm, uh, I, I, as of seven weeks ago, I am now a dad. So Yay, um, my life is, thank you, is going to be, um, my life is going to be kind of very yes, occupied absolutely. with um, with that and nappy changes yes, and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it keeps yeah. you out of your, it keeps you um, on the straight and narrow. I wouldn't say nappy changes were a release. No. Um, <laughs> but they're certainly, they're certainly different. Um, uh, to, what, yeah. Yeah, to what I'm doing a day in day out. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> and tell me a little bit more about what um, what's happening with the Weybridge Male Voice Choir because I think they've got quite an exciting year ahead of them. Yeah, so the Weybridge Male Voice Choir have been going over a hundred years now. Um, so this is we would have celebrated our hundredth anniversary last year. Yes. Um, we're sort of doing that this year. Yes, um, and going with the sort of hundred and first anniversary Yay, and brilliant. you know no one celebrates the 101st no, anniversary why, why is that yeah you know, absolutely um, maybe we're going to go for a sort of 101 dalmatians <laughs> theme oh, black and white fun. spots or something i don't know <laughs> um but no we're gonna um we're gonna celebrate um obviously we've got um uh, a festival that we're going to take part in uh, in april may called the international Cornwall International Male Voice uh, Festival. Wow! Um, so there's about sixty, I think, sixty choirs from across the world Fantastic. come come together, all male voice, um, and uh, lots of local choirs in the UK. But you know, we get choirs from Russia come over. Wow! Um, we've got quite a connection with Melbourne Welsh Male Voice Choir, yes. believe it or not, because wow. uh, we've had um, some members yes. have sort of moved out there and then joined that choir, so they've kind of cool. kept in touch. So um, they've come over, um, and it's it's an incredible experience. Um, and yeah, they, we're going to take the Weybridge Male Voice Choir down um, to be part of that. There's a competition element as well, yes. so you compete. I think we're up against twenty other choirs. Wow! Um, but um, it's not necessarily the competition. Yeah. It's the, the, <laughs> The, 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 it's the taking part that counts. So, but no, it'd be good to win, so, guys. It, well, it, exactly. In a few months' time, when we sort of listen back to this uh, interview, I really, really hope that you know, people take you away the, the cup. Home. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Anyway, um, but um, yeah. So uh, that's that's something that the the choir are looking forward to. Talked about the crazy days of the pandemic and lockdowns and no lockdowns and all that sort of thing. How did you? Um, support the community because I think you did quite a 
fantastic job actually I think you did more than your fair share didn't you with yeah. um, supporting the schools as well as the choirs yeah so I think I think uh, something kind of ignited in me when we came to March 2020 um, and it was being told that you're kind of not going to be able to do anything like um, yeah. it, I, I was kind of like secretly like in protest obviously yes. you want, want yes. to you want to be safe and this is uh, horrific what's happened over the last last um, year, 18 months two years now coming up to um, but I was absolutely adamant that some way kids would s- continue their music yeah. adults would still be able to sing with their choirs yeah. and, and have that sense of community the knock-on effects of covid and the various lockdowns unfortunately we're not going to really hear about that until a few years time um but you know it it, if everything was just to have stopped and people wouldn't have had that interaction with others I I was I, I was adamant that that was not going to happen so without fail my two choirs uh, that I run um Way Between Voice Choir and Water Voices kept going on Zoom and created these virtual uh, performances as well where they send Fantastic. in re- recordings of themselves and we put it all together Haynes painstakingly that, I was going to say that's hard work as well isn't it that yeah, editing it is editing luckily I've got a friend that, that oh, helps me you. out with that as well <laughs> but um, it's it, it was it was yeah it's definitely the most sort of labour intensive four minutes of music making yeah. that you'll ever have to do yeah. um, stand up in a concert it's one take yes whereas um, uh, everyone's sending in their individual recordings you then layering it up is it was good it was it was an amazing experience i'm so glad that my choirs have now that to look back on because yes. in five ten years time um they'll look back at those videos and i think wow we we did quite a lot and now obviously you know some choirs didn't even do those sort of things or kept going a lot of people unfortunately had to sort of just pack up yeah. and we've seen quite a lot of choirs actually just close yeah. because of you know financial implications and stuff like that because of covid um so i was adamant that we were going to keep going whatever ha- happens but um I was also really worried that schools would stop teaching music, certainly primary schools. With so little time for the kids in school, the emphasis would be on the core things like your reading, um, your writing. Yeah etc um that music french those sort of subjects would just be sort of pushed to the side um and i was adamant that that wasn't going to happen so i set up a youtube channel called music lessons with mr k um and uh i produced these um videos for primary schools free of charge just so they had something you know they would be able to to watch this in their own time at home so it wouldn't have to be within the sort of time at the school they could just be sent the link round and they would learn about a composer famous classical composer Mozart Beethoven Bach you name it Um, and they would get a sort of a a challenge they would sort of a a percussion challenge where they would sort of make their own instruments at home or they would sort of do rhythms on the table simple things like you didn't have to have a you know several thousand pounds worth of instruments to, yeah. to, to do this you literally just have a, a pencil on a desk yeah. or something Amazing. you know um so you know getting them doing rhythms and um sort of like a quiz um as well to uh, to let them listen to music and, and sort of listen to it and appreciate the um uh, the style of different genres of music as well so um yeah i set up set up those and yeah i, I was very lucky um to be shortlisted for an award that's <laughs> um, amazing one of my choirs Walton Voices they kindly nominated me um and uh yeah I got shortlisted down to the last three 
um, uh, for best vocal uh, musical director for choirs That's during amazing. the pandemic um, in the Congratulations. UK. Congratulations. That is amazing. And through the UK as well. I mean, yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah, I mean, the, the, other, the other people that were a part of it were just absolutely incredible as yeah. well. I, mean, I am definitely not alone in, no, in, well, in this. Know, but... And, and uh, there were so many people that have helped others get get through this such a difficult time and although we are still in a sort of quite a, a difficult time hopefully there is <laughs> there is yes. the, the the end is near uh, it seems to me that there's sort of a shift now and there's a bit more hope on the horizon fingers crossed yes, anyway absolutely absolutely <laughs> Really enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you so no, much thank for you sharing. So much for having me. It's been great. Oh, oh, it's the birdie. Yes, it is. Yeah, hello. <laughs> this has been yes, so good, the whole conversation. <laughs> but yeah, this is our little budgie uh, called Bean. Uh, who uh, during the during the various lockdowns made herself known on the various Zoom calls and virtual music <laughs> it's virtual it's only right that courses. she's part of our interview exactly. today. I think, I, I think actually she doesn't want the interview to end. No, that's what it is. That's, <laughs> she's enjoying that's, it. Too she's much. enjoying the company so much that she doesn't want it. To end. <laughs> oh, Jonathan, if anyone wants to reach out to you and get in touch, how can they do that? Um, so I'm on the social media, so yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, apologies. <laughs> um, uh, so at Johnny Killams Music, if you want to search me then. But I've also got a website, www.jonathankillams.com. Um, but if you want to come and try out um, any choir of mine, Weybridge Male Voice Choir, Tuesday evenings in Weybridge, just give them a, a Google, um, or a Mixed Voice Choir, Walton Voices um, uh, in Walton on Thames, um, give them a Google and I'm sure you'll be able to, to find out all the details. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. Really Thank appreciate you for having it. me. Brilliant. Cheers. Sorry about the budget as well. <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to Leanne Brown talking to Jonathan Killams about his career, his local choirs, and the community he serves here in Surrey. 